Welcome to Rama for Today. The mantle, you, you, you'll find if you've studied the, the Hebrew word that's translated mantle, it, it means a coat or it means a cloak. And so he picked that up. And he came back to Jordan and, and he smote it, just the, the river, just like Elijah did, and it divided. And the sons of the prophets that were on the other side over there by Jericho, as they, and watching afar off, they said, The spirit of Elijah is upon Elisha. So now, how was that, to, however, it was a double portion, how was it transferred to him? Do you ever stop thinking about it? through cloth again? <laughs> Amen. Did you notice that? That was the point I want you to get, see? Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on the Healing Anointing, Volume 1. Find out more next on Rhema for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Then not only that, but you see a similarity here. You see a similarity between the claws, the, the handkerchiefs, or the aprons of Paul, and the garments of Jesus. Now, first of all, you'll notice here we read in the 14th chapter of Matthew that these people sought to touch the hem of his garment. They didn't touch him. They just touched the hem of his garment and were healed, weren't they? And then it said, this woman with the issue of blood. For she said, if I may but touch his clothes, I shall be whole. And the word of God says that she came in the press behind and touched his garment. Well then, evidently his garment, the clothes he wore then evidently became charged with that same power or anointing that he's anointed with. Then these claws that Paul laid hands upon evidently became charged with the same anointing that he's anointed with, which is healing power and delivering power of God because the unclean spirits departed from them or went out of them as well as the diseases departing from them. So then, it seems that uh, the healing power of God, you see, can be absorbed by certain materials, namely claws. Why didn't Paul lay his hands on rocks and send them out? Evidently, they wouldn't conduct that or absorb that power. John Lake said that electricity is God's power in the natural realm, that the Holy Ghost power is God's power in the supernatural realm. Well, we know also that we understand a lot about the supernatural and the unseen realm by the seen realm, according to what the Bible tells us. Well, electricity is a power, and it is transmitted, but just any and everything won't transmit it. Has to be certain materials, doesn't it? So it must be also true with heavenly electricity. <laughs> Amen. It must be that way with heavenly electricity. We know this much about it, that, uh, that these claws, handkerchiefs and aprons that Paul laid hands on and the clothes that Jesus wore did conduct that power or that power was transmitted. So then, 
we also see another thought. We got down to here yesterday. We left off with where, what I just said yesterday. So then we'll say this in another way. Then the healing power of God, or God's power, is transmittable. It is transmittable. Or we could say it another way. It is transferable. Now again, we might ask the question, how is it transmittable? How is it transferable? Well, we also read yesterday from uh, back when we went back to 2 Kings about the two prophets, Elisha and Elijah, remember? And we'll not go into that today because we read it yesterday. If you were not here, well, I would encourage you to go back to 2 Kings and read this second chapter and on over into the third chapter even. And you'll notice this, that uh, Elisha now, first of all, God said to Elijah, we read about that earlier back over in 1 Kings, that he told him to go anoint a certain person to be king over Syria and anoint another person to be king over Israel and anoint Elisha, the son of Shaphat, to be prophet in your stead or in your room. And so he did that. Now, to anoint them with oil was a type of the fact that the Holy Ghost would come upon them to anoint them to, uh, to stand in that office. And, of course, it's the same spirit. So, uh, Elisha then, when he passed by him, as we read about it, he, he threw his mantle over him. Then Elisha followed Elijah, and we had the story there where several different places. He said he was going, said, you stay here. And he said, as I so liveth and so on, I'll not leave thee, you know. So he just stayed right with him, finally came to Jordan. And he smote, Elijah smote Jordan with his mantle. And it, it divided and they went over dry shod to the other side. And Elijah said to Elijah, ask, ask me what you will before I'm taken away from you. Well, he said that I may receive a double portion of thy spirit. Now, see, Elijah's anointed by the Holy Ghost to stand in the office of the prophet. But, you know, you can be more anointed or less anointed, a double portion of thy spirit. Well, he said, if you see me go when I go, well, you can receive. He said, you've asked a hard thing. But if you see me go, well, fine, it, you know, it'll happen. But if you don't, it, then you, you won't. And so as they walked along, he stayed with him. Well, of course, here came the chariot of fire and horses of fire and the whirlwind. And Elijah went up to heaven by a whirlwind. And, uh, and he cried out. Elisha then left here, cried out, My father, my father, you know, the, the, the chariot of Israel, the horsemen thereof. And then he picked up, you see, Elijah's mantle. The mantle... You, you, you'll find if you study the, the Hebrew word that's translated mantle, it, it means a coat or it means a cloak. And so he picked that up. And he came back to Jordan and, and he smote it, just the, the river, just like Elijah did, and it divided. And the sons of the prophets that were on the other side over there by Jericho, as they, and watching afar off, they said the spirit of Elijah is upon Elisha. So now, how was that, uh, however, it was a double portion. How was it transferred to him? Do you ever stop thinking about it? Through cloth again? <laughs> Amen. 
Did you notice that? That was the point I want you to get, see? Now then, so it was transferred to him, except a double portion of the same power, through that mantle, through that cloak. This healing power that Jesus is anointed with is transferred, transmitted to others through even his clothes. As many as touched the hem of his garment, read here in this one place, were healed. Just touched the hem of his garment. The one this your blood said, if I may but touch his clothes, shall be whole. And so then, God's healing power is transmittable. God's healing power is transferable to a cloth or a handkerchief or even clothes. It is transmittable. You see, it's when this woman touched Jesus' clothes. Now, she didn't touch him, but she touched his clothes. Yet that healing power that he's anointed with flowed out through his clothes into her because Jesus knew immediately in himself that virtue or power or anointing or, you see, it gone out. And we could, you could call it either one of those three had gone out of him. We actually took for a text, and I didn't read my text, I read the scriptures we referred to. We actually took for a text as we went back there into the Old Testament, you know, where in Zechariah, where he said, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. And then in Isaiah 10, 27, where he said, it's the anointing, the yoke is destroyed because of the anointing. And you can see the anointing here destroying the yoke of sickness, the yoke of demon possession. And so, uh, Jesus knew immediately, it says, that virtue or power, or we could call it the anointing, had gone out of him. And so it went out of him, passed through his clothes, because she didn't touch him, into that woman. So then, the healing power of God is transmittable or transferable. Then, the healing power of God must be tangible. Now, the word tangible means perceptible to the touch. You know, capable of being touched. Because, you see, Jesus knew immediately when this power went out of him. Notice that Jesus is aware of an outflow. The woman is aware of the reception. So then it, it would have to be tangible. I think that we, many of us, different ones of us, have ministered healing under the anointing of the Spirit of God through the years in various ways. But I'm of the opinion that really mighty, uh, uh, not, not any of us, not any of us, really know as much as we should about it. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. 
But right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The classic slimline book by Kenneth E. Hagan entitled Praying to Get Results. A single CD from Kenneth Hagan, The Son of Righteousness Has Risen, and his book entitled Expect. Craig Hagan's single CD, Just Believe. And lastly, two single CDs by Denise Burns, Being Transparent with God in Prayer, and Whose Voice Are You Listening To? All these resources are for the special price of $20.95. That's $13.95 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join our special guest hosts, Craig Hagen and Denise Hagen Burns. We have lights on. Yes, Christmas is just right around the corner. And on Wednesday, November 21st, uh, we have our lights on ceremony. It's a great time. If you live in the Tulsa Broken Arrow area or around, come on out beginning about 6 p.m. and the lights will be turned on by 6.30. And if you don't know, we actually have 2 million Christmas lights it's amazing. Over the Christmas season. And so if you live in Tulsa, Oklahoma City, I mean, Tulsa area here in Oklahoma or anywhere nearby, you know, you need to come by. In fact, the lights will be on from the 21st all the way through January the 1st. Every evening, wonderful time. In fact, if you download the Rama USA app, there's going to be some coupons there for concessions. And you can save money on concessions as well. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagen on the Healing Anointing Volume 1. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rema.org for The Healing Anointing, Volume 2. Thanks for listening to Rema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.